How have you been? We took a, a break, didn't we? So, I mean, the world is still very much in the shit. The world is extremely in the shit. And a couple days ago, it was like international like day of being proud to be Portuguese. Um, and what that means is that it's basically like a day where you celebrate like the scientific um, and like cultural and like fun things Portugal did like um, racism and colonialism amongst like, you know, writing a couple good books here and there. And it got me thinking about the fact that like, and it made me wonder about how one can divorce their nationality from their culture because any 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 type of nationalism is inherently racist like if you're if you're from a western country like if you're from a place where you're white or it looks like you're white um i think largely any nationalism you can have has a very 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 close chance of teetering into like white nationalism and like the things you become proud of are things that like people of your country did and like i'm just gonna like i want to sorry i don't want to interrupt no i was going on for too long but i think it's like important to also just think talk about how there is like literally nothing to be proud of of like any country what do you mean by there's literally nothing to be proud of like i don't people like being patriotic or whatever is all utter nonsense it just is like any form of patriotism is unfounded it's like ridiculous to me because in the face of all of the atrocity like even if there are good things your country did how can you be proud of them when like their legacy is something so much is basically tied to an enormous amount of suffering and loss of life. Like as of late, I've thought about how my sense of like culture slash nationality plays into something I identify with and how it shapes a big part of my identity and a country that's not really my own and like living in Canada I always think like actually no that's not never mind that's not a thing um but yeah as of late you when you start to see what nationalism nationalism does in the long run it's the whole reason that people of different color end up in the position they are against the white man and it's it's so fucked up because if i think if we want to carry forward that's Mm -hmm. something that literally everyone who's not being disenfranchised will have to do collectively is kind of have a nationalist ego death and kind of go full circle into accepting that the land you're on it's not just that it doesn't belong to you it doesn't belong to anyone. So it's okay for anyone to be wherever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. And it's great that your family has lived on your farm for like 83 billion generations. You still stole it 
83 billion generations ago. So I, I actually, I'm happy that you brought this up because colonization was 17 generations ago. I'm using 83 billion to be hyperbolic, but I understand. But I think that it's also I I like that you brought it to generational like uh, to a generational conversation because now we can talk about uh, how many just how many generations it's been. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. So and then like think about how many generations existed before colonization of like. Um, North and South America, Turtle Island. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I don't know, like, I'm going to throw a number. Isn't it like 10,000 years before, or like basically on par with how we understand like civilization to have like. I mean, it's roughly 30,000 years ago. Exactly. Is when the first in, indigenous people are said to have come here. Though it's interesting that um, a lot of like, tribes have individual stories that they never migrated and that they were always here really yes and these are like again stories that have been passed down and look at how much history we fucked up because we we realize at some point that some of us are better than others mm-hmm so yeah, when people talk about how many generations their family have been here, I'm just like, if you were yeah, like that's how that's how long it's been fucked up for. Yeah, you have the audacity to admit that for like 17 generations, you've been ruining this land. I would be embarrassed, right? Like if that's what you're proud of. Like this is what the white culture. Like, do your parents have a word for? white people no java okay my well because my we're white passing mama like my parents think they're white oh okay so there's no like turkish word for how you oh that's crazy okay um portuguese people like to make this distinction between everyone else portuguese people like to make a certain distinction between immigrants wherein if you are like first generation canadian Mm -hmm. um you're a manja cake you're not actually portuguese because you were born here right yeah that's so i got off on not being a manja cake and then it's like the gag is like oh more authentic or maybe or maybe it's not and maybe this is just like a weird diasporic like bubble i was in Mm -hmm. but i just always thought it was hilarious how there's like the two the two step way to like either being better at being from here or being better at being an immigrant yeah absolutely and, um we and definitely I- have like my friend and i will always um joke about turkish people who were born here but can't speak turkish like that's just a thing that you have to tease them for exactly I feel like I had a point with that, but that just kind of became weirdly anecdotal. Were your parents ever judgmental about of other parents who would like, for example, not teach their kids the language or whatever? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, like especially because we went to like church with a bunch of other Portuguese people. Like everyone thought it was like the older folks thought it was cool that I could speak it so well. 
Mm. And my parents would like get home and be like, I can't believe they don't teach their kids how to speak it. Like what a waste. And I don't like, I, I guess there's like, it's never not useful to not know a language. Mm-hmm. But I think for my parents, there's always this thing of like, they're bad at being Portuguese. What's your favorite organ in the human body? And I said in, so you ha- it has to be inside. Oh, mama, we gotta give it up for the amygdala. Okay. Because she, well, is that an organ? I thought it was part of your brain. But, I mean, physicians in the comments pop off. Yeah. Like, we are not trained professionals. Okay, assume it's not an organ. Like, it, it, if it is an organ, then we know it's your favorite. If it's not an organ, what what is? Um, if it's not an organ, then what? It, uh, <laughs> Stream Lungs by Florence, 2009. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. They, they, they do a pretty good job of keeping you alive. Have you ever, have you ever stolen something? Yes. What, uh, like, okay, what is stealing? Because, like, pieces of Lego from my grade one class, is that, like... I am talking, like, you cost someone money. Does it count if it's a corporation? Um, not anymore, but you do get clout for it. I stole from the coffee shop I used to work at all the time. It was a huge brand, though. I always sought for more when I stole. Hmm. Can we say, can we say? No. Okay. You'll have to like bleep that out. Yeah, I'll just edit it out. Okay. Um, So we both worked for... I mean, Um, you could just say we both worked at a coffee shop together. I was trying to find a fun alternative. Ah. Okay. So we both worked at the same coffee shop together. And I'm just trying not to get us implicated in a literal crime. (laughs) That's all. It's, I don't think they would have. (laughs) True. (laughs) We like, this is a a recorded confession. (laughs) (laughs) I I just, I don't know what, like. Not if we don't put it out. (laughs) Fair enough. The title of this episode, by the way, is this is unusable footage. But we haven't even mentioned time yet. I'm going to bleep out that word that you just said. I don't want to get hate crimed. We're not going to get hate crimed. It's just the truth. We're the Joan Rivers of podcast. Oh my goodness. Um, I mean... Have you, hang on. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to... This is going to be a bit of a setup, so relish it. But like, abolish is real, to be sure. Anyway, continue. What? <laughs> so um in high school did you go to a lot of house parties ever yes really what were they like what were they like for you um this will give you a really good sense of who i was in high school they consisted mostly of model un people because they were the ones throwing the parties hang on who was hosting if we're talking country um, I mean, it's different every because every conference they get assigned different countries, right? Oh, okay. But there was very much that whole dynamic of, um, uh, especially like the guys on Model UN talking about taking like X country home when they're talking about a girl. 
and they like refer to her by her, the country that she was playing in Mao Yuan instead of like an actual name. Oh, that's crazy. Which when I was in high school was hilarious, but looking back, I'm like, eesh. Objectifying. Yeah. Wh- which country were you? I was not a part of Mao Yuan. Of course not. Okay, thank God. Because then um, I, w- I, would, I would quit the podcast. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, fuck the state. Fuck all states. So Model UN kids would throw the parties mostly. And they were like, I would say, like, I could walk to these houses, but it'd be like a 45-minute walk, you know? It wouldn't be yeah. a comfy time. It's a quick walk. Yeah, like, it's a walk you can do when you're, uh, you don't want to pay for an Uber and it's 2.30 and you need to go home. But also you're somewhere relatively safe, right? Yeah. So, um, I would frequently go to these parties. I guess I would like steal booze. Not really though. Cause I always brought some and everybody kind of shared. Honestly, if coronavirus was happening when I was in high school, everyone at my school would die. Did, was H1N1 like a thing at your high school? I was in middle school when H1N1 was happening. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Wait, no, so was I. I think I was in, like, grade seven. Okay, I was probably, I would have been, like, grade nine. I don't know. I just, like, but, like, was it, like, a meme? Like, were people, like, talking about it? No, a kid at my school died, so people weren't joking about it, really. (laughs) That sucks. Yeah, he was, like, 13, which, like, that is sad. It's extremely young to die. Yeah. Also, 13-year-olds kind of suck. Yeah, no, that's like the worst of the teen years. Like you don't, you there is no soft entrance into teenagehood. Mm-mm. So I'm at this party. People are drinking. Uh, I have like drank so much that I had to go throw up, and then I kept drinking. Um, and there's like a hundred people here, so nobody so like notices anybody. Do you know what I mean? There could be a hundred people in the room. room? And- people don't notice anybody but you're throwing up exactly (laughs) um and i get home somehow i don't remember the next day and then i wake up like late for school i get to school i'm talking to the guy who threw the party and he's like dude it was crazy someone stole all my sister's makeup and my mailbox and i was like why those two things? Now remember, I, I don't remember a thing. So a day goes by, I get home from school, I like get to my room, and I notice there's a mailbox in my closet. And I open it, and inside is a bunch of designer makeup. Uh, so imagine you're me, and you're on your second round after throwing up. <laughs> And you walk into your friend's sister's room and you see all this makeup and you're thinking, I kind of want all of it. And so you grab it and you run for the door, but you don't really know where to put it because right now you're just kind of cradling it all in your shirt and you're hoping nobody will notice. And some people are definitely noticing. Uh, And you walk out the door and you see a box conveniently beside the door that you can just take. Anyway, so yeah, I have stolen. Did you like touch the mailbox in your closet and like 
flashback to the exact sequence of events? I gave it all back. Did you admit? Yeah, of course. Oh my god, that bravery. I would have kept it. I explained, I and I was like, I can compensate you financially if anything like broke, but I'm sorry. That's very honorable of you. I really would have kept it. I because I mean it's done. If you if no one finds out, then it's not true. I have to be honest. If you like, if this happened to you and you told me you kept it, because I know the person that I took it from, I'd be like, power to you. <laughs> they don't need it. <laughs> well, I once was an accomplice to someone um, having found a wallet. Um, and it was, it was, it was a moment in time that I thought, wow, whoever's in the writing room really like put in the work for this sequence of seven minutes that just happened. Um, so basically I was walking with someone and we came upon a wallet and they looked inside and it was ID belonging to a previous customer that had not tipped. <gasps> no. Like I could I, I I I promise you I am not making this karmic moment up. Like I believe you. Um and the person I was with felt uh a certain like cathartic release of like haha. Mm-hmm naturally and it was amazing to watch because they really committed to keeping the for context we were like walking out of like the place where they work mm -hmm. um a restaurant and they just kept the, the hundred dollars that were in there <gasps> and i was like fuck yes 100 a eh? absolutely do that wow. um because like there are very, I, I don't like being an assistant to karma. I think it always ends up getting its as, kiss for you. Oh, both cheeks. <laughs> and if it's French, depending on the region, maybe three. Um, but I just, I, I thought like, God damn, like this, this, this is retribution. But I, for some reason did not like, I saw, I, I, I saw, the retribution. I understood it. I did not want to meddle in that juju because I did not think it was for me. Because mm -hmm. I would like, because then they were like, "Here, do you want like a 20? And I was like, "I do," but I just think it's not my time. So it was just like a beautiful moment of just like w watching the cards fall into place. Because I think anyone that's ever worked customer service is like mm -hmm. the, the the rage you sometimes feel walking out of there is Ugh. not enough it is not worth the money you're paid should we have a dungeons and dragons episode oh my god yeah can you do you want to like can you do a dungeons and dragons thing for one person i can do it for two people so we could do it with a guest oh my god if you would like to play dungeons and dragons please write in i think that would be so much fun don't call just write our address is 100 oh. so we're not going to be traveling for a while 
Oh my god, I Where's I'm, the first place you want to go? I miss traveling when we can. I would like to go back to Amsterdam. Oh, for why? Museums. Mm. There's a lot of museums. There's a lot of like like niche museums and like museums for like nothing at all. <laughs> um, nice. Like there's like there was like the nice part is that like everything is within walking distance, so you can kind of like see a lot. Like I went to a cheese and tulip museum. And it was really cute because, like, down the street was the Anne Frank house. <laughs> oh my goodness! And yeah, and like, and like, and like after after that, I like went to like a sex and prostitution one in the in the red light district. That's cool. Um, so it's just like a lot to see. Um, but I'm glad that I got the Anne Frank house out of the way. Um, <laughs> did you go all the way up? I did yeah I loved it I loved it it was literally um if you had cancer (laughs) it would be like yeah I'm gonna use my one make a wish kit to live on my John Green fantasy oh my goodness (laughs) um no I, I loved it it was um it was like the most depressing three and a half hours of my life it, I don't, the tour was three and a half hours that's the thing i don't know if that's how long it normally takes i just know like a considerate amount like I, I just like know i looked at the watch and i was like okay that was like a solid three hours that i was in here um don't know why i literally i i read everything it's like the first time i've like gone to a museum and read every single thing that i came across also it's really it's like a really minimalist museum you know what i'll be honest there's no way to make the holocaust opulent no not at all i mean like three hours is actually i think the like you said the time you need to actually read everything and if you're going to a museum you might as well take your time you're paying the price of a ticket right yeah um the stupid like the thing that i thought was like the most stupid was just like people taking pictures outside whoa like there was some <laughs> being like like i'm in front of the Anne frank house yeah like what hashtag wanderlust hashtag holocaust it was so weird like because there's like they kept the original facade of the house so uh-huh. you can like go up and take pictures and like look sad um and it was just like it was funny it it, it was it was it was chasing the clout from beyond the grave um like and the 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 thing that like I took away from that was like in her diary which I've never read but she says that like despite everything I still believe people are good because it's like this girl really had the mental health like on like I don't know I don't know what kind of like CBT she was doing with herself Oh my goodness. But she seems to have handled it rather well. Yeah, I mean, it's an incredible amount of strength from someone so young. Yeah. And it's and it, it it's such a tragic story, but also I don't know, she's so just beyond. Oh my god, cut the CBT part and just put the nice thing you said cuz that was No, funny. I I think that's they can both stay. <laughs> I'm just like, no, I can't talk about Anne Frank's mental health. <laughs> I'm too white. Um, 
she was hang on okay hang on you know what um, i'll include that and then it'll be fine. <laughs> but she just had this like really nice optimism and that's like i think the reason i stuck around was just to like keep like they, they make it a lot about her mm-hmm. and like as they should yeah and like there was this video at the end where they talked about um how like she's kind of become a saint in a lot of people's regard oh yeah that's interesting and they and they kind of and i think does judaism have like the concept of sainthood i'm ignorant to it so i'm sorry if i i really don't know but if you're jewish right in um again don't call just right um (laughs) it's just like she managed to stay she managed to stay so optimist and just be unshakably like kind towards the world. Um, and Frank, sweetie, we are so sorry. <laughs> yeah. How many minutes of audio do we have? Uh, roughly 30 by now. Okay. Um, should we end on a lighter note other than Anne Frank and Bethany Dupree Dubois Frank? Is that her full name? <laughs> That's her patchet name. I'm cutting this out. Oh my god, I can't believe you bamboozled me. <laughs> Did you actually? Well, I had no reason. You went to the museum, you said you read every plaque. Why wouldn't I believe you? Yeah, Anne Frank, renowned author, Holocaust um, victim, and drag queen. I'm gonna, okay. Again, like, (laughs) never mind. (laughs) Have you ever been been canceled? (laughs) We definitely will be. Oh my god, should we like, should we call it Have You Ever Been Cancelled? No, it's going to be called This Footage is Unusable. <laughs> We're going to have a special episode this week. Can, should it be called Has Your, foot, has your Footage Ever Been... <laughs> have You Ever Been Trite? Oh my god. Have You Ever Been Trite? Um... Can I say something? What did you see? Honestly, I've been seeing this picture of you as your like Zoom background and I love it. Thank I really you. do. Ugh, it really was my skinniest moment. Oh, when you're skinny and having a good time. Oh. Ugh, and when um, your best friend at the time, I'm going to bleep this out, takes your picture this well. We have to put it on every platform. She is the memento. (laughs) I think life is choosing to wash your lights and... (laughs) Sorry. My brain just said say it. I think life is choosing to wash your ass. (laughs) But it's... But... All the difference is in knowing you have to use soap. Have you ever washed your ass? 
Mama, I need a break. <laughs>